0: Fight Back with Libby Zneimer on Zoomer Radio.
1: Welcome back. Well, it is the first work week of the new year, and every new year brings all kinds of predictions about what is to come, about the trends, everything from colour, this year's is green, to the foods we eat, the foods that will be trendy interesting, what we're going to see in restaurants, what we're going to see on the table. It affects diet trends. And uh, who better to tell me about this than food columnist and cookbook author and gourmet cook and my good friend, Lucy Waverman. Hi, Lucy. Hi, Liv. How are you? Fine. How are you? I'm good, thank you. So what are the big things happening? Uh, uh, Well, you know,
2: I I would like to sort of uh, start by saying that you know, it's kind of a fold game, trends, because um, everybody has a different idea. And some of them catch on and some of them don't. But I tried to do kind of a model of what I thought um, will happen. First of all, I think we're definitely looking at healthier food. Um, I think uh, even in terms of the trends, for example, seaweed is a huge trend. And, you know, many of us We're introduced to seaweed through sushi, right, because nori is seaweed, but there's much more than nori wraps. And there's dulse, which is uh, gathered on our west coast and our east coast, Uh, kelp, uh, wakame, sea spaghetti, and all sorts of different things. It's very healthy. It's a natural way to get salt. And... It's beginning to appear in, in different dishes, even as simple as a seaweed salt where they dry seaweed and then, you know, um, grind it.
1: And uh, a seaweed salt, is there any difference? Um, you know, we have all these kinds of fancy salts. I love them, I have to say. But really, is there any difference nutritionally? I think in terms of seaweed salt, um, it has...
2: It has a very natural flavor. You know, it probably doesn't make that much difference, but it's a new product, and people love new products. And often
1: it's green. Uh-huh. And uh, what else? Uh, I think, um, is, is uh, vegetarian going more mainstream? Yes, I I think it's going mainstream in, in a number of ways. Uh, first
2: of all, I think veganism is growing, too. Um, but what we're seeing now is that instead of the protein being, like, the main part of the plate, it's the vegetables, and the protein is there to help the vegetables along as opposed to the other way around. Um, I've seen it in a lot of restaurants, particularly um, on the West Coast, where you, let's say, you order a steak, and you get a four-ounce piece of steak, and you get about six different vegetables, which have been stir-fried together and sort of smother the steak with a sauce as well. And you don't realize that you're eating a lot less meat. So, of course, it is healthier.
1: hmm uh, I would realize. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't be very happy, I have to be honest. Well, you don't
2: notice because you're eating so many vegetables, and they're very filling. And, of course, they're beautifully done when they're done by really good chefs. I mean, another way... Um, that vegetables are appearing is we're all trying to avoid food waste, right? Um, And what we're looking at is kind of an alternative leafy green, if you like, like beet greens, turnip greens, mustard greens, celery leaves, carrot tops. And people are using them, chefs in particular, and um, instead of tossing them into the compost, they're used in pestos, in stir-fries, salads. Um, anywhere that you use
1: a traditional green it, it's in, it's interesting you know a few years ago with with animals we saw the what do they called it stem to snout about using every bit yeah. of the animal and now uh, it seems that some people are taking the same approach with vegetables that's right they're calling it root to stem <laughs> root to stem and I have even seen things and this this cracked me up i ha- I have to be honest uh, about the emergence of vegetable bushes. Butchers. Oh, uh, yes.
2: Well, I, you know, in in the first time I ever saw that was in Italy in New York. And what they had is a wonderful vegetarian vegetable section that looks stunning. And you went to the vegetable butcher, and the vegetable <laughs> butcher said, now how would you like your, your greens cut? And so you'd say, oh, I want them in dice or whatever. They'd do all the cutting for you, not charge you anything, give them to you. And that actually I saw... At Pusateri's this um, this uh, just recently that they had a vegetable butcher who will do that for you. But it's taken been taken one step further now, and there's these like
1: vegetarian butcher shops, and so they're making. It, it's not my a, favorite thing. A vegetarian but- butcher shops, of course. Once they're once they're cut, you know, they're going to go off quicker. But well, they're making things like.
2: Um, you know, they're making like a a mustard um uh, you know, a mustard stalk not mustard, I'm sorry, mushroom stalks. Um or they're they're making things which I don't actually really like that much but which look like like they'll make carrot hot dogs so that they look like hot dogs. Um or they'll make um a fake kind of bacon which I actually tasted and it does taste
1: like bacon. Oh my god, with what with vegetables. a vegetable? Yeah. Wow. And
2: so the, the, these vegetarian butcher shops are changing the way that people look at vegetables. But what I don't love about it is that really they're kind of mocking, if you like, um, what real food is. I would rather that they made different kinds of things.
1: Well, it, yeah, I, I, I get that. Now, in terms of uh, you're talking about getting your vegetables cut for you, it, one of the things it, that's been getting big over the last few years is that rather than getting uh, prepared food for takeout for people who are busy, they're getting deliveries of, of yeah. all the ingredients they need, including spices measured out and your cucumbers chopped up uh, so that they can just put it together themselves. That's right. They're called meal kits. Um, and I think that... are they How expensive are they?
2: Well, that's the issue with them. They're expensive. I mean, they have to be because somebody's doing all this work for you. Um, So um, I was talking to a couple of of, um, young women, probably early 30s, and they were saying that they used the meal kits all the time. They were married. But they said that once um, they had children that they wouldn't be using them anymore. They were way too expensive. So I think it's kind of a millennial thing, um, a lot of these meal kits. Um, Some... um, It's not been as big a trend, I don't think, as people thought it would be. There's also been these uh, companies that will make a meal for you and deliver it or deliver pieces of the meal. And I think that it's been difficult for them.
1: Yeah. um, I mean, there are some very successful takeout places. I mean, frankly, I know a lot of people uh, who are, you know, well off. They just don't cook. (laughs) right. It's one of, and I read somewhere that we're going to be seeing more meals made from scratch. Do you have any sense of that? Yes, I, I do have a sense of that, and the sense of it
2: is that people are really feeling the need to cook healthily um, and give healthy food to their families, really, and to be able to control what they eat. For example, if you're, if if you're, if you're not going to eat carbs. and I don't mean gluten-free, I just mean not eating carbs, um, then you can control the food that you're eating much better if you cook it from scratch. Um, There's also a whole homesteading kind of thing happening. 2016 was kind of an awful year, right? And people are sort of going back into their homes. I know more people this year who did not go out on New Year's than I have ever seen in my life before that stayed home and cooked dinner either for themselves or, you know, with a couple of friends. It, we seem to be drawing back into the home again. And we've gone through this before. I think it was in the 70s or 80s. But we seem to be drawing back, going back into the home again. And once that happens, people do cook more at home.
1: And I've read about this uh, Danish thing, higa, which higa, means some yeah. kind of cocooning, yeah. which is uh, also fashionable.
2: Yeah, and that's that's what I I mean by going back into the into the home into the home. I remember years ago there was a a writer who wrote about was her name Faith Popcorn I think.
1: Yeah, well she always writes about what's coming.
2: Yeah, and she wrote about cocooning. That must have been in sort of maybe the 80s. I can't. Yeah, I think it was the 80s. Yeah, and and you know everybody was going back into their home because things were so awful and i think that's what's happening again is you know it, it's been a bad year there's so much unrest in the world uh people are worried and so they're sort of uh turning inward as opposed to going outward and i think it's a great thing because i think that there's nothing healthier or better than cooking at home okay I and mean, i like it myself right <laughs> i i like it too but I know you not know. everyone <laughs> does yeah. There is one There is one more trend that that is kind of interesting. Um, it started with ketchup, right, and then it went to sriracha in those hot sauces. And now cooks are looking for other kinds of hot sauces uh, to spice up their food. And as you know, like in Asia and Africa and places like that, they've always had local hot sauces. And these ones are now beginning uh, to become very popular in, in, here in North America. Sambal, you know, Indonesian sambal.
1: Oh, yeah, I, I, I've been using that for years. Yeah, yeah, well, you're
2: unusual because people are now just turning to it. Harissa, another one that has been... Another really one I've contract. been
1: using for years.
2: But it's become very popular now. These are becoming just as popular as sriracha because there are different kinds of heats, right? Um, and gochujang from uh, from Korea. aha uh-huh. I have not used that. <laughs> yeah, well, that's, again, very trendy now. Um, the, the heats... In all three of these, if you were just to taste them straight, the heats are totally different from sriracha. So you can you can now... Lucy, sorry
1: to interrupt. <laughs> We've got to go. <laughs> oh, my God. I, you know me. I can just keep talking. Okay. Well, lovely to talk to you. Loved, lovely to talk to you, and uh, thank you very much. I'm sure we'll talk again soon. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.
0: You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to 1.